everyone, and welcome to Real Estate Podcast, episode number 35. I'm here with Travis. I'm here with Adam. I'm here with Griffin. And this week's episode, we watch Necromantic. We most certainly did. (laughs) (laughs) And what an adventure did we go on. I just want to say something real quick. Um, Travis's pick. Neon Demon is no longer uh, the shittiest <laughs> film <laughs> that I've had to sit through. <laughs> I was wow. so glad when I clicked on it. It was just an hour and nine minutes. I was like, thank God or whoever's shining down on me right now. Like, <laughs> a, right. Very, a very short film indeed. Yeah. Can you even call it a film though? Well. It's more like a really long music video. <laughs> It's With more no like music. A, yeah, more like a fucking uh, a just scenes of just a very, like a student random. film. Yeah, a very uh, a very strange downward spiral. <laughs> I don't even know how to explain say. this to someone. I I know how um, to explain it. I would be like, uh, yeah, uh, don't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> well. Well, with these top If anybody's going to get it, it's you, Trav. Lay it on me. It's right up your well, alley right here. Well, I mean, it's it's typical. Well, not not typical because it's very uh it's very crazy. <laughs> it's a very strange movie. Um the whole the whole necrophilia overtone was just too much. It was, <laughs> it was disgusting. It was stomach churning the way it should be. It's not a scary film oh, man. by any means. I was eating some damn soup when they were de- rub- running their finger in that that damn juicy ass eyeball. I saw after after watching it, I kind of looked up on him a little. Um, <laughs> I'm glad somebody did. <laughs> I know, right? Um, the movie's you know it's got renowned for being very taboo, breaking at the time and what have you, and you know, it's one of those films where you're really just appreciating some of the work that went into it. Like the special effects were just, I don't know. They, they hit that right type of awkward, like make you feel weird vibe. Like that, that it with movies like that. They always do that. Well with me. Um, it's just something unsettling about it. I guess the fakeness, I don't know just the way they did it at that time period. Cause like now, now it's just buckets and buckets and buckets of blood. Yeah. A mooster yeah. bucket. Buckets <laughs> of blood. <clears throat> but, I mean, there's really not much to the movie. <laughs> no. Like, I, I mean, it's it's definitely just a shock film. It's to just, it's something you would show to someone to be like, hey, Look at this really messed yeah. up movie. You want to know There's how fucked really... up I am? I'm going to make you watch <laughs> this. Like the, general, the general entertainment quality of this film is very minimal. Um, I don't know. Uh, Say so something good about basis. it. Well, so the plot's the plot. Well, no, it's a depressing film about a Say something good about it. I got something his, good right here. It was short. <laughs> He loses his girl to a corpse. That's what's funny about the film to me. Well, they are set to, in my opinion, like the setup for it was great. Um, You know, he's a street sweeper. That's what they call him. But 
they go and clean up. You know, the and they were the most unsanitary. The most unsanitary. They were bagging people up in trash them. bags. Yeah, they didn't no care. gloves, no gloves. Bare He's bringing fetuses home and eyeballs and shit, putting it in jars, hearts. I mean, I mean, and let's just say his bedroom is like the scene of a death metal music video. Like, yes, oh yeah. Well, see, it gets you've got to jars a, of you know jars of formaldehyde everywhere. Weird shits in it. One's got eyeballs. One he puts a heart in. Like it's later. It shows you that he later. It shows you he that took he's the heart up, out. Basically, fed the heart to the cat, and then put the cat in a garbage bag and beat it up against the wall. Yeah, and then cut it open and set it above his bathtub and soaked in the blood. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on, <laughs> like wow. I just this this the thing with this film is that. It's not something. It's not necessarily a, a film that you would just be like, "Hey, let's watch Necromantic." Um, you've got to be in the right state of mind to watch this film, and I, yeah. I know that sounds strange, I guess, because like the film is, it's 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 a very sick film. Ooh, it's um, gross. It's a terribly made film. Well, I mean, it was eighty eight, eighty seven. So, I mean, I felt myself impressed at some at the way they shot some of it, though, for the time that it was out. Um, well, there's the, 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 the only good. The only good I can give the film is its is, is like on some of its production level. And it was uh, really the film short. Itself, the, <laughs> <laughs> the film itself, it's just, it's just. It's just shock value every act, pretty much. Yeah. If you cool. want to even say it had acts, I mean, was, it was there a, a third? Was there a first, second, a third, a fourth act? No. Well, uh, it was like yeah. one. It no, was yeah. like one long act. Like, well, well, it's like you have him establishing what he does, him getting the corpse. I think him they said like have, twenty words. They have whole their, movie. They have that thing going on. Then she leaves. He goes, you have the cemetery scene, and then you have the suicide scene. The great part was him running around, tiptoeing through the tulips. <laughs> now, now, here's the thing with this film. If you have already seen movies like Antichrist, the big shocking ending scene is not going to send you. Okay, so. Wow, we're back. Uh, yeah, sorry for that change in quality, guys. The quality is about as good as that movie. <laughs> it's better than the movie. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll uh, fix this by the time the the next episode rolls around. I'm sure. I'm writing Discord a letter now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it, no, sir. I'm gonna write an essay. Why you shouldn't use Discord? Discord yeah. was a shit. What happened? I, I've noticed when there's bad weather. I mean, they're a small just, company. I mean, I mean, we need to fund it. You know what I mean, yeah. people. If you're listening to this, we need <laughs> to start for, a Kickstarter for Discord. Yeah, <laughs> we need stable servers to podcast on. Yeah, right. I'm sure we in the need... future you'll be able to pay, and you'll have a better server. I guarantee yeah, I, you they'll do it. I would, I would pay for it just for one to that's have, like good. Yeah, for one that don't suck. I've noticed sometimes if you do the call where you call somebody. Yeah, it works better than using like a server room. But you can't do mo- like more than one, two people on a call. I don't you? know. 
<laughs> I don't want to try. I don't know how that works. But everything's fine. Like everybody I can hear everyone and Right. Okay, we're so fifty four minutes into the recording. Take off thirty, so Yeah. All right, wow. so where were we? Shit. Um well, we were talking about this, this movie. movie. I think yeah. Um, um Last thing well, I heard Travis, you know, Travis was talking about and then you picked up where he left off about the um shock value. Yeah, and then you and then you repeated it and it dropped during that too. It was like, uh uh-uh. uh. Well it's just it's just that with us getting around to watching it now in the present year, you know, other films have beat us to the punch with some of the the, the things that have happened in this movie that would otherwise be shocking. Yes. Um I have to I have to say that like and maybe it was just me at the time I was watching and everything. Um, there's a part in the film where the main character is watching uh, TV and it's talking about desensitization, and you know by exposing you know how a lot of even youth at the time weren't as bothered by things because they see you know horror, gore, all that stuff. Yeah. And that the film almost the film almost plays in a desensitizing way that I would think. Yeah. Because you would, it just, the scenes are just, the, the, the scenes are horrifically done. And I guess it, it achieved what it wanted to do, I think. Right. Definitely. <clears throat> well, I will say this. I would find myself watching Beyond the Darkness any day of the week before choosing this film. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, I think the reason why, for real, is because, like, think about it, okay? He He's the street sweeper, or he goes out and cleans up these bodies, and then he brings body parts back to his apartment. Him and his wife, girlfriend, whatever, are into this weird shit. He brings the whole body back. He creates a dick for it. Then she, they both do the corpse or whatever yeah. happens there in that way. A skeleton corpse. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right. they got weird. Oh, yeah, I'm telling you, they, they were playing they with a tie. And, dude, they mount it to the fucking wall. Yeah, oh, man, that yeah. corpse had a juicy eye socket, and they were like rubbing his they finger in it. And oh, shit. Dude, in that weird ass scene, man, where he takes the eyeball in his mouth and then spits it back into the socket. Oh, like, what, what the fuck, fuck, man? Yeah, it's some. But um, then he loses his job, and the girl's like. Uh, I'm done with you. And she takes the body, leaves him a note and just dips out. Like, and that, that's where the, that's where the movie took a crucial turn. In my opinion, like, yeah. you think that he would descend deeper into this madness and he kind of does, but he kind of doesn't like, he's still doing the same shit that I was imagine that he was doing before, before he you know? met the chick. Well, maybe. He, well, I mean, he, he, he was still a bit of a bitch, even with the self-deprecating things he did. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, self-destructive, I mean, ultimately, because the dude eventually... Let's just go ahead and get the climax of this film out of the way. <laughs> what a like, climax this was. <laughs> <laughs> so, Guy, eventually, after some other shit we'll get to, because it's disgusting in and of itself, dude inevitably... The film just builds up to him stabbing himself repeatedly in the stomach, like while his erect cock spewing, it just spews blood yeah. and cum and yeah, and 
it's just it was clearly a fake cock though it was like, <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, it, was like sure. it was like gray rubber it's, yeah. it's just it, it was it was ridiculous uh i felt myself almost laughing at how ridiculous it was yeah i mean it's so over the top like, i was just like wow <laughs> hey it he was, was getting yeah, off like on it, it though what he was getting off on killing himself, man. I mean, good for him. <laughs> what about that chick, like man? The, he was in the woods like with that movie. chick, and she it's was like, like "You can't film. get it up." He was like, "Bitch, I'll kill you!" You know. <laughs> it's like the film script was just really shitty death metal lyrics. What well, script? It was like a Cannibal Corpse music video. It was know? a music video for sure. <laughs> like I, I could see them, someone recutting a bunch of them. Yeah, like I like guarantee you, they said cut. less than fifty words in the whole movie. Oh yeah, easily. Not a lot of talking. Hey, now the point. The the when we first hit this scene, I wrote it down. I was like, this is where I tune. I'm like, uh, uh-uh, I don't like it. When they made me watch that guy kill that rabbit and skin it. Yeah, right. I was that, like, that was that was to me that was more fucked up than everything else. That was yeah. real. That's why I was fucked up. Yeah, that right. was a real rabbit, yo. He was like petting I mean, it and shit, I mean, and he hit it in I the head, stabbed I mean, it in the neck, and skinned it. I mean, I guess I mean that's the way you clean a rabbit, but that's and then at the end still... we watched. Why did they do that at the end? It went in reverse. Well, that was crazy. Yeah, well, right. w- whenever it was showing at the first time, it was during that broadcast of being desensitized, like Travis was saying. So it's basically like he saw that as a child, I'm assuming. And like yeah. that's where his um, insanity kind of started, I that believe. That was the first bad lieutenant decision was well, letting him uh, see that. Yeah, because no, this, that's where it started. decision. He had yeah, no he had uh, no fucking stepdad to teach him the code. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, this is like Dexter times a thousand though, because yeah. like Dexter was way worse off than this dude. You know what I mean? Like in terms of like, like this dude saw a farmer kill a rabbit. That I'm I'm gonna Dexter go ahead and watch his mother get murdered, you know? With a chainsaw and yeah. you know. This guy's but, a bitch. Well, and that's my thing. Like, I, I I grew up on a farm. I've seen stuff like that happen. It's different whenever you like you're there, and it's for actual like food purposes. Yeah, I mean, you know, not just doing it for fun. Yeah, and but that scene was very like it was almost like it was his pet rabbit. Yeah, and the dad was like, "Not on my watch, you know. No pet rabbits in my house." Show you how to skin a rabbit. We're gonna make a hat out of this bitch. <laughs> there wasn't enough there to make a hat. Yeah. <laughs> Grab another rabbit. But I think that it reversing it as he died or after he died was like closed case. Yeah, like that, you know, that was the last thing he saw before he died, maybe. Was, I wonder if these were some like animal lovers and that's what they're trying to say. They're like, Don't kill animals because it's like, no, dude, that's <laughs> taking it way got... too far. <laughs> yeah, right. this, this film was just like crazy. This is yeah, the craziest just, movie I've ever seen. I yeah. mean, it's 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 a crazy film. It's still not the craziest I've seen. What's the craziest film you've seen? In, in terms of just like ridiculous shit, Salo. Like that's still it's it's cliche. I think for to to have that movie up there, but in but terms it's up of there like for a reason. Content, I mean, yeah. Um, At least that movie's got a little bit of a plot to it. I mean, 
at the end of the day, they're all revolting films. Like they have no entertaining quality. They're they're, they're definitely like a no replay film. value on this one for me. No, but but my um, thing is is Beyond the Darkness was entertaining as a horror film. This, yeah, this was just a collection of fucked up scenes with nothing to really string it along other than one dude. Like what's That's, what's the point? What yeah. what was the point of him going to the movie theater? You know what was I mean? Was that like, the chick though sitting next to him with another guy? I thought that uh, was her. I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Pay, there was a chick much. to the left of him with a guy, and some dude with a cowboy hat. I was like, that sticks out like a sore thumb. And put that fucking <laughs> cowboy hat in there. And they were watching some weird movie, and people were like, you know, people were having a good time. Like she's like kissing this dude's neck, making. They were raping this woman on TV, like on the on the on the screen. I mean, it was. Yeah. Well, I mean, I get the message. Like that, you know, this is how well, these sensitize. Yeah, well, and and so were everyone in the theater. Like they were all bored with yeah, it. Yeah, it didn't. It wasn't. Not, it was. You know, they're like, huh, man. Yeah. yeah. I saw somebody kill a rabbit. This ain't shit. <laughs> I mean, I mean, if they if they had if they had wrote if they just took a little more time and wrote the film more and fleshed it out more, never mind. You know, and instead of just going for the gross out factor. Yeah. Oh yeah. Instead, instead have those sprinkled. You know. Between, you know, a, you know, you know, amongst some really good psychological, you yes. know, well, that's why I said, narrative. that's why I said, like, whenever she leaves, that's the tipping point because, like, you could, it's almost like, like, <laughs> it's all, it could almost be a comedy. Think about it because she leaves this dude for a corpse. He is so terrible at fucking life. <laughs> that yeah. she left him for a corpse like it's it could be almost a comedy or it could be like an in-depth psychological thriller in the vein of like um american psycho i was about to say they needed christian bale well I, well yeah <laughs> christian bale needed, starring in this movie would have been a better movie well but they needed you, he didn't really go that far like he he went he watched the movie like that happens. Then he goes and buys a prostitute and tries to have sex with her. And she's making fun of him because he can't get it up. So he chokes her out. And then he then gets, he it, gets up. it up. <laughs> yeah. And then he, you know, does what he does. And then the groundskeeper shows up. He's been out there all night with her dead body. And he like has the sharpest freaking <laughs> shovel in the world. That, like, which that, that semi beheading scene was awesome. Yeah, it was good, like, for what it was, you know? I like that yeah. his body was laying on the ground, his legs were still kicking. Yeah, like, he was, it was going ham, salad, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so what What did they make this dude's dick out of? I don't know. I think it was the same dick from Boogie Nights, but they just put a bunch of baby powder on it. It was a piece of metal, obviously. Dip for a second, I heard you say, what was this dick's? Dude's dick. What was this dick? Dude's made out of. What was this dude's <laughs> dick made out of? Like, Did you hear like me that. say that it looked like the dick from Boogie Nights? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it looked like the end of a pressure washer, though. Like, because it had to be metal. And how sanitary is that? Like, they put a condom on it, but for real, though. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh huh. And then he oh, goes the to dick work. on the dad guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, you're talking about his dick at the end. No, that was a that was a dildo or something. It had, you know, stunt Looking cock. Yeah. <laughs> stunt cock. Stuck, yeah, stunt cock. But um, you're talking about the the dead the damn skeleton dick. 
Yeah. Why don't they just take his bone off his leg or something and prop it up? Like, yeah, for real. And that chick left him for a dead guy. Yeah. See, there there can be something salvaged from this story. Like, you could make a comedy out of it, necromantic, (laughs) you know, starring fucking. Dude you know, from uh, Last Tim Man Allen. on Earth. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Tim Allen. Um, or you could make it like a real psychological horror, and they didn't do either. It just kind of fell apart. I think they were just so excited to get a camera and film yeah. some stuff. Well, I want to look at this dude's IMDb. Like, Well, he made because, a, pre- a sequel. Yeah, oh, I, know, I saw that. But I want to Who see was what he digging made. his ass up at the end? That was her. It had to be. She was going to dig him up. Like, she wanted him back now that he was dead. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what did she see when she was little? What happened to her? See, that was my question. 37 digs? <laughs> Something. Um, that was my thing. Like, who... who Fuck turned her up. Well, who turned who into what? You know what I mean? You, you, you know what I'm saying? Like... Obviously, we kind of see what caused him to kind of go off the deep end, right? Mm-hmm. But what caused her to kind of go off the deep end? Or was it him? Like, how hard is it to find somebody that's into fucking dead people? Craigslist. Well, yeah, now. But think about it in 1987. <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah. I mean, you had to ride into one of those magazines. You had to do a, yeah. a you remember the video like dating? This- Oh my god! Like, my name's Tucker. Like the, I'm into banging dead ladies. Me, this movie reminds me of uh, like that early 2000s shock uh, rock band, uh, Murder Dolls. Yeah. Oh my god! With the naked chicks. I think no, so. No, Murder I Dolls. Remember that, I remember that. I, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah. Had that, they had the song "Grave Robin." That's it. Grave oh, yeah. Robin USA up in here. <laughs> So she's going to dig this dude's body up and go Fuck on all it. these misadventures. Like, well, we, I that, mean, we may have to watch the damn sequel just to understand this shit. <laughs> There's a part two. I kind of want to know. I don't know why. It's like a train wreck. Yeah. I, don't I you mean, guys kind of want to know what that's about? What yeah, happens yeah. there? Maybe they, Maybe the story unfolds a little bit. It says a female nurse desperately tries to hide her feelings of necrophilia from her new boyfriend, but still has pieces of the corpse of the first movie's hero in her possession. Was so he it's a not hero? the girl. Well, yeah. well, there was no, there was no heroics in, in necromantic whatsoever. I think it is the same woman. Watching this movie was the first bad lieutenant decision. <laughs> <laughs> He made, this dude made from 1980 to 1986 made one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, Damn. eleven, twelve shorts, and I'm assuming they're all about fucking the dead. This guy's weird because he has a documentary called Corpse Fucking Art. A full-length documentary following the making of horror director George uh, Buck Gritt's movies. I mean, that's. I mean, if you're that into it, just do it. 
don't tell anybody. Yeah, don't show the world. Yeah, like, come on. That's where shit goes south, you know? Uh, a lot I mean, of these don't have a... We can, we can, we can compact this whole thing, you know, in different, in a different, like, recommendational, you know, ways, but, like, there's really no reason to watch the movie. It's one of those. Well, it's, if you're into the weird, fucked up... I mean, yeah, um, I mean, that, 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 that part of me that likes watching those weird movies to see just how far they're willing to go. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad I watched it. Will I ever watch it again? No. You sure? Um. <laughs> I mean, I and even so, it's it, it it was it was bad to the extent that that if I were to ever find it a physical copy, for whatever reason, because I'm sure if I can find if I find this movie, I'm probably going to find better stuff at this store too because they probably got the good shit. Well, see, this doesn't sound that bad. This is a horror movie that he uh, wrote and directed in 93. It's called Shram Into the Mind of a Serial Killer. It says, as as serial killer Lothar Shram Lothar, Lothar Shram lies dying in his own blood. Horrific memories of his miserable life of paranoia, self-harm, and rejection flash before his eyes. A tragic look into the mind of a borderline personality disorder psychopath. See, that sounds interesting. Almost well, that sounds like, like a movie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it sounds like it has you know a plot and shit to it and shit. <laughs> like a yeah. plot and shit, you know. Yeah, he made a. I feel like I feel like this instead of this being a feature length film, I feel like it's better. It's one of those things that you could put as like a portfolio piece to show someone. Like, here's my special effects resume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's what kind of that. fucked up shit I'm into. <laughs> yeah. No, you know we talk about this all the time. I was thinking about this. You know, whenever people come over and you want them to leave, so yeah. you put the money to yeah. show. Oh, there's a new. This will do it, man. <laughs> as soon as they kill the rabbit, they're like, "Well, <laughs> it's time to go." Home. Been good. All right. Right. Thanks so for here's that. Here's the thing: does the rabbit scene rival the turtle scene from Cannibal Holocaust? It's about the same. Yes. Well, in Cannibal Holocaust, they ate the turtle. Like, it's more disgusting, the turtle scene is, but they ate that shit, so I'm okay with it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, for real. Like, I know that sounds weird, but, like, they they had to, you know. I won't see anybody eat a turtle or kill one. <laughs> well, well, I mean, you know. It happened. Yeah. Oh, it happened. It was there. Sure. It happened. <laughs> I mean. I've seen so, With my own eyes. Um, I mean, it was just a, it was just a, a non roller coaster ride that I was hoping to go on. You, you know what I mean? Like I was hoping to be carried down this path of like confusion and self discovery. Oh, well, I was confused. <laughs> you know, but you know what I mean. Not that and good I, confusion oh, though. Dude, the minute the minute it showed the death scene from the car incident and you see the girl ripped in half and stuff, I knew exactly what this movie was. I don't know yeah. what they hit, but it fucked that car up. It looked like from it was that, just a damn cross 
cross guard. <laughs> In that moment, I was like, okay, it's this kind of movie. And especially when they came out and they started pulling like pulling her guts out and yeah, like, which looked like very un very unnecessary tape. things, <laughs> very unnecessary things you would do if you were I guess if you were cleaning a scene like that up. Yeah. I guess they didn't have well, no body are, bags either, so they just put it in uh, garbage bags. Yeah, what about after it shows them going to clean that shit up? Then it cuts to him pissing like he didn't wash his hands. He there, just, <laughs> there was two people pissing in this movie. Yeah. There was a girl at the beginning and then him. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, I would rather watch uh, Antichrist again than watch this. At least Antichrist was fucked up and interesting enough to keep my attention. In this, I just kind of felt like my mind was. Well, it was, it was a, it was probably the slowest hour. I don't know if yeah. Willem Dafoe's creepy ass started this movie. It'd probably be a little bit better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Old Death Note himself. <laughs> right in the butt. Yeah. So, I mean, do y'all want to rate it? I'm ready. You ready for it? <laughs> Go for it. It's a fucking zero star for me, dog. <laughs> All the way across the board. I don't even, I'm not even going to give it a pity half star. <laughs> a pity star? No, dude. I'm not giving it a pity purchase, a pity play. I'm good. I watched it. Now, in some ways, like, have you ever seen Necromantic? I'm like, sure have. <laughs> and if you think that's a good movie, I don't want to be your fucking friend. <laughs> I won't go that extreme. You know, you got those people that are like, have you seen this? Unfortunately, I have. Yeah, as a matter of fact. I might, I might have to sit through the sequel, though. Just I mean, to finish it out. I mean, I've already started. I got to know what happens. Like, I'm still watching The Walking Dead, you know? Like, I mean, we got to play we, it we, out. We can get to that. That Was it that worth it? Was show. it worth the sequel? <laughs> I don't think it was worth the <laughs> original. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't no. worth the fucking film that it was printed on. Oh, man. It was just. I can't believe that. Was this his first movie? No, well, no. There was another. There was another one before this. Let me find it, because before this he did one called uh, Jesus Der Film, mm. which is called Jesus the Film. Okay, and it's a monumental feature film in thirty-five episodes, shot on Super Eight. The individual episodes retell the story of the New Testament and were made by a total of twenty-two filmmakers from East and West Germany in twelve months. That sounds interesting. The project's own history follows the story of Jesus Christ recruiting his apostles. The film's creator, uh, Michael Berntrup, is a central and controversial figure of Berlin's vivid independent community. His transgressive obsessions, as well as his capability to smuggle miles of Russian Super 8 film material through East-West customs gathered a group of believers around him. Individuals and groups from various art factions filled the holy frame, inspired by the uh, dadiastic I don't know, idea of an I don't know what the fuck that word is. From one to another, they pass ideas, material, and actors, including Michael Burntrip himself as the title character. So he contributed to that, and then he did Necromantic, and then he did Necromantic 2, 
and then SRAM, and then a bunch of shorts and video segments. Here, Capital Bar- Captain Berlin versus Hitler. Oh, shit. Writer, director. We might have to look into that. It's a comedy. This came out in 2009. What's like the score? 5.8. It's not bad. No. This movie got a 5.7 oh. or a 5.1. Oh. Ah. <laughs> yeah. That's all I got to say. I'm well, giving it did, one of those. He did Shram in 93 and then he did an episode of Lex L-E-X-X in 99 so from 93 to 99 he was just fucking corpses or whatever the hell he was doing question uh, that's for sure yeah, yeah right um, I'm worried about him yeah I don't I don't know he's still alive his last thing <sighs> came out in uh, 2015 wow Let's oh, he's still riding off of this. Oh yeah, there's a sure. damn, there's a fucking con Movement. somewhere, yeah, where they have him come out and everybody like, oh my god, the, the guy that Necro I'm like, fuck that guy, Necro you know? Necro I like to meet him and tell him how stupid that fucking movie was. Like, <laughs> like hey man, shit was dumb. Mm. I kind of do want to watch the second one. I got to. <laughs> we'll hit that up during Halloween. Yeah. How about that? How about it? Yeah, Travis, I'm good. we voting it in. Sure, man. Got watch. We're gonna see. Was it worth it? What do you think? Hell no. Sure, man. <laughs> um, what do you think about the movie, Trav? Um, it's the kind of film that you know it's for a niche audience. It's <laughs> not something the general public would have any interest in watching whatsoever. Um, I like I liked some of the production value in it. I liked some of I, I love the special effects. I thought the uh, some of the camera shots were really good for for what it was at the time. And yeah, I as far as a rating, a star rating or whatever, um, the fact that there's really no way to get someone to watch this without making you look extremely weird. <laughs> Understand. I give it a, I give it a no star, but that's with the exception that the, the fans of these types of films and the people that want to watch these types of films, it's definitely worth watching once. Uh, I, I mean, I, at one point I would, I've been trying to collect old horror films for a while now. Um, I probably wouldn't give the film a second thought if I saw it. But no purchase. If you haven't. Uh, it's two dollars on Blu-ray. Well, I'll put it this way: <laughs> if it's if it's under five, why not shelf sitter? Put it on your collection of space versus films. You know. Top grossest films. I mean, I have movies that are just as disgusting as that that I own. So to say that I wouldn't buy it is a lie. But it's those films where it's like, okay, we're, you know, like for something like this, it's, or, you know, for people that are just, you know, that, 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 that style of film that I like. I don't know anybody that likes movies like this. <laughs> but that's the thing. I don't. 
it's not good enough, like, say, Beyond the Darkness or, hell, like, like, I still haven't bought Salo, to put it that way. If we're going to talk about disgusting films, we'll put Salo in there for a second. Because I don't think, having watched this movie, I feel like throwing these types of films in the mix, um, it's going to be the same thing over and over. It's a sequence of disgusting, um, gross-out shots that are cool, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. See, like I said, this film—it's—it's it's a horror film. It nails what it's supposed to be, and for that, I, I you know, I applaud it. But you know, it's definitely not something that you're gonna throw out there. And be like, hey, let's watch this. So, um, I—I I, I see what you're—I see what you mean. But I mean, and we talked about this last week. Like, man, we talked about it for a minute about like. What would keep you coming back? You know what I mean. What what would bring you back? What would uh, what keeps you wanting to watch and rewatch anything? You know, we, we hit on that pretty good last week. And you know, my thing is is like, I can enjoy watching something that is super fucked up, that is just crazy imagery, all that stuff, and recommend this stuff to people. I recommended Antichrist to people before. You know, I've recommended Beyond the Darkness since we watched it, since that was the first time. But <clears throat> to me, though, there's not enough here. No. There's not enough here to keep you wanting more. Like, it's not even worth the Google. Like, <laughs> well, my th- like, we're interested in watching the sequel because, like, uh, maybe it's a little bit more structured. Oh. Maybe it brings some kind of closure. I'm hoping to- he can redeem himself. Yeah, you know, or something. Give me a movie. Yeah, well, you know, you know, I, I will, I'll give it a half star. Oh, are we, are we going back on our star? I was gonna say half something. Never mind. What were you gonna say? I give it. You're gonna give it three half stars. <laughs> I give it. No, I just give it. I give it a half star because the special effects, the gore was well done. Uh, I mean, just that there were there were some stuff on a productive level that I enjoyed and appreciated, and can see where it would be deserving of that. Right. Now, I didn't hear you say that about uh, Suicide Squad, the special effects were great. No, that movie sucked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know. There's 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 part of me that wants to enjoy this film because I've watched other films like it. I mean, it's right up that weird. It's right alley, up your alley. But, but it's just not. The story wasn't know. there, man. Yeah, I wasn't. It lacked. When it when, when it was off, it wasn't like, oh man, what did I just watch? It was, what the fuck was this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. No, man, and th- that's where my rating is going to come in. I, I'm going to have to give it the zero. Um, because, like, man, I, I can appreciate horror for what it is. Doesn't have to have a lot of story. Doesn't have to have a lot of shock value. Doesn't even have to be gory. But it has to s- somewhat flow. You know what I mean? You know, I wanted to avoid it 
but you know it's the truth, and I flip flopped enough. I think I think we have a first. Like a first I just, what? It's a no star at all, man. I, 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 I you take it, you, you're taking your star back. He's <laughs> um, undecided. <laughs> I get what you. I yeah. get what you're saying, Trav. Yeah, but you can give it a half star. Now, it's all right. you know, <clears throat> Neon Demon had more of a plot than this movie. You know. Yeah. And so far, Neon Demon's been our worst film, right? Or was it yeah. that other one? Which other one? What was the other one we watched? Nah, the one with the fucking pyramid wasn't that bad. The Void? Though I I didn't mind The Void because, I mean, even though... Oh, we didn't I was know sucked in. Fuck, yeah, but even though we didn't know what the fuck was happening... When Travis said it was aliens, I was like, okay, that makes sense. The light switch came on? Yeah, I was like, I kind of wanted to change my star, but I didn't. <laughs> I held my ground. Stand your ground, you know? Yeah. Hashtag Stangy Star. Yeah, um, <laughs> there yeah. Well, then, yeah. Just I yeah, wanted to like just, it too. It's a half star. It's a half star. Man, oh man. Yeah, I mean, at least I, it was I, short. I'll give him a half star for the time. <laughs> if it would have been two hours of that, <laughs> but if it had been two hours, there would have been a story I, I, there. Yeah, they didn't have enough time, man. This was a YouTube video. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that, like that went on way too long. Yeah. An hour's not long enough. Well, it is if you're just gonna for a short well, film. It's like the well, it's like the film is hard to watch and then the scenes that are supposed to be hard to watch are the most captivating of the film, you watch it. Yeah. If that makes any sense. It makes sense. No, I, I get Makes you. a lot more sense in this movie, dude. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, so does that mean we're going to watch the sequel? Um, I wrecked them. Eventually, I mean, we don't have to do it, you know. I won't do it next week. I need a we break. Should, we should, we should throw it in there with uh, upcoming Halloween events yeah i mean how about we hit it exactly a year from now okay like a year from now we'll revisit so necromantic by watching the sequel around september the first week in september we'll watch the follow-up to it wow if we don't forget we don't die (laughs) if the the fucking um I don't know what, I, mean, I know we're <laughs> fucking with the war hard, like yeah, <laughs> Earth hard. hard. Yeah, right. Um. So I mean, I don't know what else to say. You know, like Travis said it perfectly on the head. When the shock value scenes are the most interesting part of the movie, the last then, scene was by far the <laughs> the most interesting. Yeah. That might be the most interesting thing I I've didn't ever know what seen. The fuck, but I was like, who put this on paper? <laughs> Who wrote and that? What screen? the fuck kind of drugs were they on? <laughs> oh God! I mean, that was fucking weird, man. <laughs> it was crazy. He, right? was, he got off on killing himself. Oh, he, he loved did. it. I've, I've never gone that much. 
<laughs> you know what we I going mean? there now? <laughs> I mean, he must have really liked it. You know yeah, what I mean? He's never had blood in it before. That's <laughs> new for me. I mean, he stabbed himself in his stomach, and that was bleeding. <laughs> it was way too much for him. It took too much. Um, I think that's what right. happened. He took some Viagra, and he was trying to get it to go down. <laughs> and he couldn't. It had been five hours. Yeah. He's like, stabbed himself go, to man. death. Yeah. One way to get rid of it. Hey, yeah. so when he died, he had a heart on. Maybe the girl in the next one, she's banging gonna, the the heart on. Yeah. Oh, that's why she dug him up because she. On. Well, see, she's a nurse. It'll be the it'll be the heart on. Well, see, she's it'll, a nurse, so she was at the hospital when he came through. What do they call she's that like, angel? What that smell like? Don't they call that? Don't they have a word for it? Rigor mortis. Oh. Uh, they call it angel something, don't they? Angel lust. Like, <laughs> girls that want bang, or people that want bang dead people? No, people that have an erection after some dead bodies can actually have an erection, although rare, and usually caused by swift and violent manners of death. Um, it does occur. Crucifixion victims often have angel lust. <laughs> Oh. Which means Jesus may have died with erection. What? Whoa. That's weird. What? Yeah, it's called angel lust. Why do they call whenever, it that? Well, whenever you die, and then but you can. You, apparently, some people can still have an erection after they die, like before it starts to set in. It's called angel lust. That's so crazy. Yeah. So How do you know about that? I heard it on a podcast. That's like a black metal band. <laughs> Let me guess. Metal sucks. No, Edumacation, I think. I think that was on one of them. So, anyway. Um, there's one thing that I have been thinking about since last week. And I don't want to spend too much time on this, or we can, depending on how you guys feel about it. Uh-huh. But I've been thinking about this Game of Thrones season ender uh-huh. and about the future of the show. And I think that I've come around on this idea of uh, Daenerys dying. Uh-huh. Okay, so this is what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that... Um, the entire house Targaryen, the entire house Lannister is going to be wiped from the, is going to be wiped completely away at the end of the series. Like nobody but John. I think John's going to keep his last name as Snow. And I think Tyrion will possibly still be alive, but he will not go by Lannister anymore. I think he's going to completely just turn his back on his name. You know what I mean? Uh huh. And just, get rid of it. That way the Lannister bloodline ends there. The Targaryen bloodline ends there. And that's the end of their respected reigns. And I think the Starks, uh, Sansa is going to be on the throne. And I think that, you know, that's going to usher in the new era of quote unquote goodness, you know, or whatever, whatever you want to call it. So you, you predict Sansa? Yeah. Like the Iron Throne? Yes. I think that I think that Daenerys is gonna die. 
like you guys said. I think that they're going to offer it to John because he's obviously next in line. And I think that he's going to pretty much put himself in exile at the wall. I think that Braun's going to be over Winterfell if he makes it through. This is hypothetical, of course. They'll put Braun at Winterfell, and then they'll put Sansa or maybe Arya at Winterfell. But they'll, but he'll give the throne over to Sansa because, I mean, really, what fucking point is there to keep her around? Like, she doesn't really contribute to anything, right? No. So wouldn't that be the best way for her character arc to end? Like she's been through all this shit. She doesn't, she's not a faceless man. She's not the three eyed Raven. She's not the fucking Jon Snow. You know, she's going to be the queen and she's going to rule, you know, and that's going to be that. Is it too far fetched? What oh, do you think? I mean, I mean, it all sounds good to me. I mean, but you know what I mean. Makes it makes a little bit. Uh, it makes sense to me. Yeah. Because I mean, really, what's Sansa? What's the point of keeping her around other than killing Littlefinger? Now. Yeah, she served her purpose. Yeah, unless they give her the Iron Throne, because I don't think that. Um, I don't think that John's going to take it. And I don't think that he's going to go by his maiden. I guess you could say his maiden last name. I think he's going to keep it as snow. Yeah. And just be like, piss on it. You know, I don't want the throne anyway. Shit. Fuck the throne. What do you think, Trev? I'm still backing the idea that by the end of the show, everyone will be dead. Once winter comes, the... The Night King is going to sit on the throne? Wouldn't that be crazy if that's how it ended? Night King sitting on the throne? Yeah. Well, oh, he's think, on like think, the throne. I feel like everything will die. <laughs> Even the Night King? Yes, I, think, though, I think everything will be Um, If Bran's going <laughs> to die, can he see that he's going to die? He'll die. Yeah, he sees everything. He knows what's going to happen before it happens. So why doesn't he tell us? What's the point of having the cheat codes if you don't use them? (laughs) Right, infinite ammo, GTA. I mean, we pretty much have a strategy guide here. Well, well, I think, (laughs) I think there's, I think he has some. I think there's more to him in the Night King than they've shown. Well. I think I'm gonna throw this. I think, in. So, I think I think somehow the Night King brand has fucked with him, like he's warged or done something. Or it's his fault well, that there's a Night King. Could be his fault. Well, I I this is something that I've been throwing around. I think that um, I don't think that he's the Night King. I think that he's trying to become the Night King. And him and the Night King is having like a battle of wits in the, in their mind, kind of like a the battle of the three eyed Big Trouble Little. Well, like yeah, Big yeah. Trouble Little China, where they had throw yeah. those little things out, you know, uh-huh. like that, where it's a mind fight. Hey, you know? in the vision, nobody can see him, talk to him. You know, they can't hear him. Night King grabbed his fucking arm. And looked yeah, him dead right. in the eye like, bitch, what are you doing down here? You know? Yeah. Well, <laughs> what happened here? <laughs> what happened I, feel like, here? I feel like 
I feel like because he is Bran, I feel like that's what would make sense. Because I feel like it would it would make sense that you could observe yourself. They kind of got the same nose. The nose kind of lines up. Yeah. Um, what I do know is that when the final battle does ensue with the dead and the living, I feel like that's going to be where all of the main supporting characters are all going to die. You think all the dragons will die? I think all of them but one. Well, hmm. it the, would be the big one's going to live. Somehow, I saw somewhere on the internet that they think that it's possible that John could tame well, the ice dragon. The one dragon was friendly with him. But, uh, I don't know. The Night King Just does the not of, like John for the Snow. Sake of, for the sake of the TV show, they could probably have it. They're probably going to have it to where it's just Daenerys and John riding the, the two dragons that are on the good side. The dog has stepped his, the hound, the dog, the hound has stepped, stepped his <laughs> game up. Yeah. For the motherfucker's real. hilarious. <laughs> I know lots of lords. They're all cunts. Yeah. I don't see why this would be any different. Uh, there you go. Throwing hand grenades. <laughs> or when, uh, when, when Barrack's like, I'll see you again soon for the game. He goes, I hope the fuck not. Yeah. <laughs> Oi. Prick. Oi, prick. Do y'all think that Jamie's going to kill his sister? Yeah. I think he's going to kill her, man. He's going to have yeah. to. I think that if he's he wants to save his life and everybody else's, he's got to kill her. I think he's going to kill him, kill her, and then kill himself. Or the mountain will kill him. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah. And then the hound shows up and's yeah. like, Arr! not a my watch cunt. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he walked no, up no. to do They're having like, like a meeting of the masterminds. Yeah. The hound walks down the middle, and he's like, you fucking prick, you know? I'm like, damn, yeah, right here in front even, of everybody. Yeah, you're even uglier than I am. Yeah. That motherfucker is ugly. <laughs> His eyes are all fucked up. Yeah. They're like purple and shit. Because he's, he's, like, he's almost he's dead. He's dead, right? right? I mean. Uh, wouldn't it be crazy if, if the be, He's like Bane from that Batman movie. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> no, the one, the one, the Bane, the the the. Oh, from the shitty Batman. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, with poison ivy. Yeah, that <laughs> one. Yeah. Uh, ah. Um. I don't know. Any last predictions on Game of Thrones? It's gonna be a long ass time before we get to see the next episode. That's my prediction. <laughs> that's a that's it's like five hundred something days. Yeah. Why is it long? Why is it past a year? Because I mean, I, I mean, think what they're just the now hell, dude? It, maybe. Yeah. Oh. Dude, I mean, shit. I want to see it six months from now. I want the next season. Yeah, they should have shot them back to back. They're and stretching then, it out. Yeah. They got, oh, I bet they're doing. You know, the books. They want to finish the books before they do the end. Like. Shit, he ain't gonna be able to finish that shit. No, no, no. The show will finish and it'll spoil the book. He might finish it. No, dude. He's taking his sweet that ass time. That's not that's not how George Martin rolls. <laughs> what if he decides to change the story? 
I, that's what I'm thinking is going to happen. I think you're going to get two versions of the, of the same story. Um, I'm sure things will pan out differently in the books than they do in the uh, in the show, of course. It'll be a lot right. more detail. So that's, that's why. That's why. I mean, that's that's why I'm still looking forward to them as they come out. Well, hope he, hope he lives. Yeah, he's, he's in rough shape. Is he? Yeah, I mean, do look at him. He's well, hobbling you know. around. <laughs> hobbling you got enough around. money to buy a fucking whatever, though. To buy a second life? Yeah, just buy another <laughs> body. Yeah. Just transport his brain over. And his hat. Don't forget the hat. Yeah. That hat's pretty cool, though, right? <laughs> yeah. Like he <laughs> bought it straight from Hot Topic. Yeah. He's like, I was in there just hanging out one day. Yeah. Um, I went in there looking for suspenders. Walked out with his hat. Yeah, I think it was a good trade-off. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, apparently the It movie director is in the running for a Dracula film prequel. Ooh. It says Paramount is developing, developing a Dracula prequel, and they want It director Andre uh, Machete. Machete. I think that's how you speaking, pronounce it. Uh, Machete. Speaking of speaking of it, um, I think uh, I think I'm actually going to try to make it out and watch it this weekend. Yeah, I'm going to try to as well. The trailer oh. looks amazing. Yeah. Oh, I I'm I'm interested in seeing what's up with that. Have y'all seen that Our meme? Local. No, have y'all seen that Our meme local. where they're talking about? He's like, I hope he doesn't. There's not a scene where he's like. Naming all the shit that's on his mind, because it's gonna take a long ass time. Because that's a big ass forehead. Like, have y'all seen that meme? Wow. No. He does have a big ass forehead. That's a five head. That's a, it's almost where a third eye could pop up. Yeah. Um. So it says that um. He looks like Brainiac. <laughs> Paramount's playing Dracula project will be based on Dracul. The first Dracula cool. prequel, uh, officially authorized by Bram Stoker's estate. Bram Stoker's Ooh. estate. Co-written by uh, Bram Stoker, descendant Dakar. Dakar Stoker? Dakar Dakar Stoker and J.D. Barker. Dracul follows a 21-year-old um, Bram Stoker as he first encounters the demonic being that will go on to inspire the central character of his iconic 1897 novel. Stoker traps the demon in an ancient tower, but like a true author, takes time out from monster fighting to write down his adventures. Hmm. Dracul. Like he's going to be yeah. one cool cat, you know? Yeah, he's going to be too cool, you know? This can this go... One of two ways. Be really it's either good, really, really fucking, bad. It, it could be, it could be really cool, or it could be like a shit show, a, yeah. like Abraham Lincoln vampire. Nah, did y'all see that Wolfman movie? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> werewolf in out a window. He jumped out of every window. He could get his hands every, on in, in that. Yes, in that movie, it's it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so it's so goddamn bad, like. That's yeah. a drinking game. Right? Jump, every time he jumps out of a window, shit, you'd be fucking hammered before the first half of the movie's over. Yeah, I mean it's bad. 
So um, that movie director, sucked. It says that Paramount has acquired the rights to Dracul ahead of its publication, and it director uh, Andre uh, Machete is loosely attached to direct with Barbara Machete and Roy Lee producing. Machete. Uh, he, the director Machete is also lining up a planned live action adaptation of the anime, anime series Robotech at Sony. The director has also been mentioned as a candidate to helm justice league dark at Warner brothers while <clears throat> Machete himself has expressed his desire to mount new screen versions of other famous Stephen King novels. Mm. After he finishes it part two, Machete is also calling the shots on Hulu's Lock and Key TV series pilot based on Joe Hill's um, comic book. He is pulling some work off this movie. Yeah. Already in the movie. He's set for like the next 10 years. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but they've seen it. It's good. You think so? I already know it's going to be good. Oh, man. It looks good. I'm hoping. Has it dropped yet? It comes out Friday. It's going to make a ton of money. Well, there's kind of a little bit closer to Halloween. Halloween. Well, that's the thing. There's a lot of speculation on whether this is actually going to be good or not because most horror movies that come Mm. out in September tank. Um, I have faith, though, man. I mean, it looks great. He didn't write the script, though. Uh, I mean, not really. He's got something to go by. Well, let me, let me see who the who the actual writer for it is. Because, I mean, uh, the visual looks good. Oh yeah, I'll for say sure. that. Um, the screenplay is written by Chase Palmer and Carrie Fukunaga. Yeah, Fukunaga. Fukunaga. Yeah. How'd you know that, Travis? I believe he's got something to do with True Detective. Oh, Ooh. let me see. <laughs> Let me see. <clears throat> um, he's a producer. Uh, yeah, producer on sixteen episodes of True Detective. First season. Yeah, all of them. And then he's a writer on um a bunch of stuff that I've never heard about. Well, if you guys remember, um. It was before the podcast, but at one point, uh, when they first announced the It uh, reboot, um, the hype was kind of stirred around it because of him. Because I think, wasn't he like uh, director of photography or something? He, he directed uh, eight episodes. Oh, and I think the first season? I think, th- I think so, 2014. Yeah. So all eight episodes of that first oh man first season. That's why it looks. Oh my god, it looks so good. Yeah, it's kind of got that look to it a little bit, you know. I wonder if he was in charge of the episode with the uh, with the long shot. Yeah, he he did all all eight <sighs> of them. I mean, that's that's some work. That's enough you know? right there to get anything. That's yeah. all he needs is a resume. They're like, well, uh, why should we give you the he, job? He's like, have you seen True Detective? <laughs> okay. <laughs> isn't, he, isn't he somehow connected to the uh, remake of The Stand that's coming out as well? Uh, I don't see that anywhere on here. The guy doing that is the faults in, in your stars, the faults in the stars, right? Yeah, but I think that's not happening now. What? 
Yeah, I don't. I don't think that dude's doing it anymore. Motherfucker! I already give him all. I already give him the okay. Yeah. I heard him on a podcast, and I was like, I'm trusting you with this. It's not even yeah. mine to trust him with, you know. Josh Boone, he's on IMDb. He's um, he's still attached to do it, but he's doing the New Mutants right now. X Men: The New Mutants coming out in 2018. So hopefully. They need to hop he, on this Stephen King train and get it in there. While shit's popping, you know? He He's lined up to do The Stand and uh, Lizzie's story. Hmm. I don't know yeah. what it is. It's a king it's a, Yeah, it's a, it's a king. It's a king thing. So uh, he's attached to do both of those write and direct them, but... The only thing that he's got lined up is uh, he wrote The Pretenders. He wrote X-Men, The New Mutants, and he wrote a script for The Stand in, oh, uh, what you call it? This is written by him and directed by James Franco, The Pretenders, a love triangle involving a photographer, a director, and an actress. Ugh. Yeah, Um, that sounds... Yeah. I'm at the pass. Yeah, I mean, you know, we'll see. So, yeah, that's pretty much all the King news we got. You know, I'm sure that whenever Dark Tower comes out, we'll give it a, an official review. The same with it when it comes out. Um, so, yeah. Also, we have... Uh, we got more news right here on... The Crow reboot. Mm. The Crow. They've been talking about this for a minute. Yeah, for almost as long as they've been talking about the Dark Tower. No, I'm just playing, but <laughs> it's been a long ass time. Well, a while back we talked about who they picked. It's been a while. Yeah, it was the last person that was interested in doing it that would do it is um, uh, Aquaman. That's right. Kyle, Kyle Drogo. I really don't. He's too big. Yeah. Like the crow's somebody, not a damn, you know. Yeah. They need to be somebody lanky. Almost like um Johnny Depp, but yeah. younger. Skinny. Okay. Yeah. Taller. Yes. Um most recently Aquaman actor Jason uh, Momoa was attached to star in the film with British filmmaker Corin Hardy, who directed The Hollow and upcoming The Nun. Fuck that. I don't even want to talk about that. Mm. Directing. Although there's no official word, EW is hearing. They both will be involved in the Sony distributed project. Um, Samuel Hadidas Davis Films, Highland Film Group, and Electric Shadow previously acquired the rights to finance, produce, and distribute the film. Kevin uh, Misher will also be producing... Uh, there's a lot of people behind it. Do you think it'll ever happen? Do you want to see a Crow reboot? Not really. Hmm. But you know, we're gonna say that until we see it, and then it could come out, and we'd be like, "Damn, that was good." Yeah, there's well, stuff to work with there. I'm just, I really liked the, the older ones, like the yeah, the first one, even the second one. What do you think, Trav? The um, Crow movie. I mean, there's there's material to work with, but. Well, of of course, and I'm sure a decent film can be made. But will it? But, but it's it's such a it's such a staple of like '90s pop culture. 
you know, there's so many people, you know, as far as like that type of scene and that that kind of crowd that, you know, because the Crow's got a cult following. Yeah. So there's money to be made, but I don't know. It would make it interesting. Was it worth it to do? But are, would you be if if they had the right people assembled together, like the fucking Justice League, like that, the perfect director, the perfect actor? Would you pay to see it? Would you pay to see it even if it wasn't, you know, the the people that you had in mind? You know what I mean? Well, as much as I enjoyed The Crow, I wasn't over the moon for it the first go around, so probably not. I'd probably wait till. I could get I could get around to watching it some whenever it's on video or whatever. We got ourselves a crow hater here. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> um, I, I'm interested in it, even if it's not if it, if it's going to be Jason I'm Momoa. Watch it. I'm still interested. I really like the original. Yes. So I've got I, no problem. I've got no problem with it. I enjoyed the movie too, but I mean. It was one of those that I watched when it was like, all right, I'm playing catch up on a lot of films that I never bothered watching. And the Crow. Yeah. You didn't see I, the Crow like back in the day. I did. No. That's what oh. happened. I watched it way back when it first came yeah, out. Yeah, like when it came out. Ninety four. I think it was ninety five. VHS, you know. Yeah. Um, Even for my. Even for my first viewing, it was a long time ago now. But like, yeah, I, I never, I never hopped on it around the time that it dropped. Right. Well, I mean, even in the movie, they really don't they don't go in depth with like what his actual powers are, and like what he's capable of really doing. Like, you know, he's kind of like a zombie, but he can see through the eye of a crow, and he's can take a bullet. Well. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, <Sorry. Damn>. yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, now I'm interested, but what they need to do is they need to like give it a low budget treatment, like the spawn action. You know what I mean? I think that they're going to try to tie too much money to it and try to make it like, um, they need to, they're, they're going to try to make it like Iron Man. You know what I mean? They're going to give it that big budget experience when in reality they need to do it more along the lines of like Logan or Deadpool. Give it a lower budget. Let the person that actually wants to make the film make it the way he wants it. it, it and it would be something that I think everybody would enjoy and really like. But if they try to give it the big budget treatment, I think it's going to destroy it. You know? It's a film that would work well as a passion project. Yes, exactly. Yes. Now, will we get that passion project? Probably not. They're probably going to attach a bunch of people who don't give a fuck to it, that doesn't care about the character or, you know, so that's, I don't know. That's Hollywood. That. Hollywood's going to Hollywood. Yeah, I mean, I was just interested in what you guys, because I don't think we've really talked about it on here. Is like I have a badass crow poster from the first movie. Really? Yeah, it's like a movie poster. You know, there's fire behind him, and he's like, you know, kind of doing the whole Jesus thing. Yes, pretty cool poster. That is a cool poster. Old. What isn't it? The isn't it? Isn't it the poster where it takes a jab at Batman? Kinda, I guess. Yeah, you could say that. The crow would kick Batman's ass. You think so? Yeah. Well, the crow can't die. Batman exactly. Can. <laughs> so Batman can't uh... take a. 
I'm just kidding. <laughs> Come on, Batman will. Batman would win. You think so? He's I mean, Batman. He could see through the I eyes of Superman's pros. ass for a little bit. Batman is Batman. He's he'll win. Now mm. that's not to say first encounter he don't get his ass handed to him by the crow. Yeah, but he's gonna run oh, off boy. like a bitch and and study it. You know what I mean? That's why he wins. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. Um, That's why he wins. <laughs> I know. So this is the last thing. I mean, there's not been a lot of movie news since Comic-Con and, and all that stuff happened. Like, There's not a lot of news to really talk about. It's more of the same stuff that I don't give a shit about, really. It's like uh, Tom Holland broke his nose filming uh, Infinity Wars. He broke it again, and I'm like, okay. And they're like, the uh, Spider-Man Homecoming Blu-ray is gonna have 80 minutes of special features. Cool, <laughs> you know, like 80 minutes. Yeah. So now is that 80 minutes of these people talking about the making of the movie? Yeah. Well, it's gonna be split up between deleted scenes, bloopers. Um, documentaries, you know, all that good stuff. It's going to be split up. Well, so. what's, what's, what's crazy is that this is Spider-Man Homecoming is the first one that I've never, I didn't go to the theaters and watch. You missed out, man. Like, I've watched every one that I, now that I thought about it, like, I went to the theater, theater and seen all the other ones. Even the third one? Sadly. Yeah, I went to the theater to watch that, but I didn't get to watch it, so... Hmm. Yeah. That's a story for a different day. Uh, uh, if I remember correctly, when the very first Spider-Man dropped, uh, I went and watched it with... Uh, I ended up sitting next to, uh, I believe, Cody Thompson and uh, Cody and Alex from... Uh, podcast time forgot man uh, oh, shit. I'll, never, I'll never forget because we had the scoop we had like it was such a packed theater when we went and watched that movie the y'all sitting uh, in each other's laps like we all had to scoot <laughs> down and they put they lined they lined the aisles with uh, folding chairs damn where'd y'all go fort Payne? scottsboro the old holiday oh. cinema damn you had to bring a folding chair it was uh it was intense I can imagine so. Like, no, that was the busiest. Like, that was. Uh, I know that. Like, I've been to bigger theaters and, you know, in the throughout the years, but that was the first time I went to a theater that was just like, because like if you guys remember when that when the very first Spider-Man movie dropped, the first Rami one, nineteen ninety nine, right? That was a big deal. Yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah. I mean, that was the first legit real superhero movie. I think kind another of. thing we had was uh, X-Men, right? Yeah. yeah. We, we, only had, we only had, like, Batman. And even then, Batman yeah, was, was, was already uh, over with. Like, <laughs> Batman and Robin was a, was a memory at that point. X-Men came out in 2000. Let's see. Let me see. Spider-Man. Spider-Man, no, like, Spider-Man came out in 2002. Okay. <laughs> we were way off on that one. Um, but still, though. Um, 
That's the last VHS I ever purchased. I remember I remember watching that trailer uh like online like years ago at a, at an old friend's house and I was just like, Holy shit, we probably watched that trailer like three times. <laughs> like, You're like, it's finally happening, man. Yeah, they're doing <laughs> it. Fully X Men did come out. In two thousand. Yeah. And then two thousand two Spider Man came out. Hey, I still like the villain in sixth, Spider-Man 2. I was in 6th grade. Just think about how long ago that was. That Spider-Man sixth 2 movie was when, lit. was when X-Men dropped. What? Oh, with Doc Ock? That, that shit's good, dude. Yeah. It's him, though. Yeah. Spider-Man's kind of shitty, but Doc Ock's the shit, man. He's too bad. That you whole scene I mean? where he's like pulling that thing down into the water. Yeah. Whew. There's a lot of good movies that came out in 2002, though. I'm like just what? running through them here. Catch Me If You Can. Okay. Spider-Man. Okay, okay. Minority Report. Okay, okay, okay. The Ring. Mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Two Towers. All right, all right. Gangs of New York. Wow. Scooby-Doo. Yeah. The Pianist. <laughs> you gotta be careful with that word. <laughs> the twenty-eight days. Twenty-eight days later, uh, Road to Perdition, Panic Room, Eight Mile, Chicago, The Born Identity, Insomnia, Unfaithful, The Count of Monte Cristo, Cristo, Walk to Remember, Episode Two, Attack of the Clones, <laughs> Lilo and Stitch. I mean, Red Dragon, Resident Evil. Men in Black 2? I mean, shit. It's the MIBs. Reign, Reign of Fire. We be the MIBs. Adaptation. Bend It Like Beckham. Signs. <laughs> Signs. Blade, Blade 2. Austin Powers, a gold member. Holy the shit. Hot Chick. <laughs> the Scorpion King. <laughs> yeah. We Were Soldiers. John Q. Ice Age. The Transporter. Eight-legged freaks. I mean, damn. Dude. <laughs> yeah, for real. Cabin Fever, About Schmidt, Punch Drunk Love, Ghost Ship, My Big Fat Greek Wedding, uh, Hero, Killing Me Softly, Infernal Affairs, which turned out to be... Um, what you call it? The Departed. Yeah, the, the original. Solaris, phone Booth. I was thinking about that movie the other day. Wasn't we talking about that in a podcast? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> the Time Machine, Mr. Deeds. Naming off all those, what's weird is naming off all those movies just like. Brought, shocked your childhood back to life? It was, that was a, I just remember everything that year now. Like, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, that year was crazy. Yeah. This movie right here, Dog Soldiers. Have y'all ever watched that? No. It's a, Werewolf movie? Uh uh-uh. uh. It's really good, dude. I'm like not serious or Oh yeah, it's serious as fuck. It's a uh it's it, it takes place in Scotland. It's Scotland. It's got Sean Perchway in it. So uh anyway, the next little tidbitty of news I got is they're apparently casting and doing an all-female version of Lord of the Flies. Huh. 
Right after the Ghostbusters? It will be directed by two men. That's what it says. Uh, that's <laughs> um, What if that's the guy's name? Two men. <laughs> <laughs> What's your Hello. name? Two, two My name is Two Men. Um, we, we want to do a, this is the quote. Uh, we want to do a very faithful, but contemporized adaptation of the book. But our idea was to go with all girls rather than boys. Mm. It is a timeless story that is especially relevant today with the interpersonal conflicts and bullying and the idea of children forming a society and replicating the behavior they saw in grownups before they were marooned. It shifts things in a way that might help people see the story anew. It breaks away from some of the conventions, the way we think of boys and aggression. Um, the announcement has already garnered criticism from some online who believe that the toxic, toxic masculinity theme of Lord of the Flies will struggle to translate to an all-female cast. So... I don't know, man. Did y'all see Mean Girls? (laughs) (laughs) Bitches can be brutal. Yeah. It's going to be rough. These are some (laughs) tweets. This is the tweet from Laura Kate Dale, at Laura K. Buzz. Lord of the Flies is a book about the extreme outcomes of toxic masculinity. A toxic masculinity allegory with all-female cast is pointless. Somebody said it. A woman yeah, a, said it. A woman said it, yeah. Um, That's the new thing, man. I mean, do we be need long it? and they're going to remake Men in Black with Sandra Women Bullock. Not Sandra and, Bullock and that uh, the big girl. Yeah. M- McCarthy. Um, Melissa? Yeah. Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Sandra Bullock's gonna not. play the, uh, the the K character. Oh no, we we have to get a black chick in there. They're gonna cast that, the that black girl. transgender person. What? what? The big girl? Yeah, from uh, Ghostbusters. No, they gotta cast a black person. She's black. The tall chick from SNL. Oh. Oh, okay. I got. I thought you were still talking about. No, she's just really Melissa. big. Like you see oh, how okay. tall she is. Yeah, I think she's gonna box McGregor in the next coming, <laughs> next coming months. Um. So yeah, I mean that's pretty much uh, all I've seen here on the news. I mean, there's not a lot to talk about. Whenever you're talking about Lord of the Flies being recast, yeah, you're scraping lemon. the bottom of the barrel. I mean, I mean, what would I would I watch it? Yeah, I probably. Well, I probably wouldn't even watch a male recast or a male casted re. I mean, if you're gonna watch it, just watch the original. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Can they remake that and it translate over? You know, like can it be done? They're gonna make it. Make (laughs) it work. Just make something new. Yeah. Exactly. Find someone out there that's got a kick-ass script and say, "Here, here's, here's money. some money. Yeah, make your badass movie. Yeah, let's make it happen." But that makes too much sense. 
Oh, here's some new news. This was posted a little bit ago. Um, it director got personal approval from Stephen King regarding all the movie's changes. Okay. Um, it says while the early trailers for it have nodded at some notable moments from Stephen King's popular work, we already know going into this weekend's release that the new movie will make some changes from the book as well. Luckily, Stephen King has already seen the new It and revealed that he likes the movie. Regardless, prior to his open approval online, King also reached out to It director Andy, old Andy, and approved the changes made from the book to the screen. This is uh, from Andy. I sent him a handwritten letter asking for forgiveness for all the creative license I had taken. He saw the movie and his reaction was immediate. He wrote me an email expressing how much he had liked it and that I shouldn't worry because all the changes were approved. So, and Stephen King liked the Dark Tower movie, so we'll see what he's thinking. You know what I'm saying? Mm, he's thinking, <laughs> damn, this check looks nice. Yeah. That's what you he's thinking. You all. Yeah. 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 You he's like, you uh, I want to make some changes. Out of the question. No. Yeah. How about an extra ten million? Well, come on in. Yeah, <laughs> what's that old boy's name? Patina. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, I'm interested in seeing it. You know, uh, we got another Insidious trailer out. Pass. This is the fourth one. Uh, I've lost count after the first one. This is what I don't understand they're getting the saw treatment well not only that but james Wan, he directed um the conjuring and then based off the conjuring we got two annabelle sequels off that then he did the conjuring too and now they're making a nun movie based off of that Mm -hmm. and then they're making a crooked man who was in the conjuring too so he's creating his own little universe unnecessary universe in my opinion like why does all this shit need to be tied together it doesn't it it doesn't need to be tied together Does it add to the story in my opinion no (laughs) i mean have you seen all of them no i've seen the that's the fucking doll right yeah yeah i've seen the two the two conjuring movies like a chick version of chucky yeah (laughs) right I'm so over ghost movies. I'm sick. I was sick of it after the first Paranormal Activity. Yeah, I mean. They're super cheap to make. I mean, I get Super that. cheap. But and they the can same, bust one out in like three months, man. It's finished, yeah. ready to go. Yeah. They're like, I go mean, ahead and make another Conjuring and a, a Purge movie while you're there. Just use the same <laughs> set and make a Purge movie. Yeah, just go ahead and knock them all out. Shoot that for two weeks. Yeah. I just, I don't get it, man. Like, he's creating a cinematic universe. Good for for him. Yes, they make a lot of money because they're really cheap to make. And then people, you know, let's go watch a scary movie. You got those people that go watch this shit, and I don't know. And then they they bitch about it, and then they go watch the next one. But, you know, it sucks because this guy, he's raking in all this money, and it's like, he's probably like, I must be pretty good. It's like, (laughs) hmm. Well, not really. The, the first Conjuring was great. The second Conjuring was okay. It was a little too much. Diminishing returns. Well, I knew, I knew what I was getting. Should have been a one and done. 
Yeah. Um, but they're making a, a they're making a trilogy out of it, so there's going to be one more, of course. <laughs> and Why I not? mean, I'm I'm probably going to go see it because I mean, you're invested. Well, the the Conjuring movies are a little bit more interesting, in my opinion, because like it's a story of a ghost encounter in the seventies. They had a the the Ed Ed Warren and his wife. I can't think of Lorraine. I think. You know, they had them come in and and investigate the paranormal activity that was taking place, like legitimately, you know, investigating it. And then it kind of got out of hand. That was interesting to me. It wasn't like your normal, you know, um, ghost story where they bring somebody, they bring the priest in, and the priest runs away because he's he's over it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But. For Annabelle and um, the Nun and the Crooked Man, like I saw them in the movie. I don't need more of that, you know. They don't need their own movie. I don't think so, you know. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people like those movies, but a lot of people that like, I don't know. They like genre horror films. A lot of films people like Saw. To the point of exhaustion. You know what I mean? A lot of people like Fast and Furious. Yeah. Hey, guys. What's up? My phone keeps dying. It's it's, uh, it's at 1%, so <laughs> I don't know how long it'll keep me on here. So Not very long. <laughs> if, you, if you got it plugged up? Yeah. I mean, it'll pop up. You know what I'm saying? We're not... Go ahead. No, what were you saying? You're no, using talk- battery faster than you can charge it? Yeah. Uh, well, we were just talking about um, The Conjuring and all the sequels to that, like the Annabelle movie and The yeah. Nun, and how I felt how unnecessary they were. I didn't know those characters were all in that one movie. Yeah, Annabelle was in the first Conjuring, and then the other two were in the second one. Yeah, it's just money. Quick yeah, I mean, it is a quick bug. Doesn't but it, damn, don't you feel, though, that by making those, you kind of fuck up the first Conjuring? Like, you know what well, I mean? Branching out into those other movies kind of takes away from that one. Well, that, that's why I haven't you watched You had good it. things to say about Conjuring. I remember, like... Yeah. You were like, it's pretty and good, I, like... I still stand behind it, that first one especially. But that's why I haven't watched the <laughs> Annabelle movies or anything like that because, like, You're I don't want to take I don't want to take away from what I enjoyed about the Conjuring movies. You know? Yeah. You don't need backstory on the doll. They tell you the backstory. Oh, okay. <laughs> in the in the Conjuring, they tell you the story of the doll. Everything you need why to know is there. Yeah. I think I she know. got two movies. She did, because one just came out. Yeah. It's in theaters right now. I keep seeing the meme. So, have you watched any of them, Trav? Uh, I've seen Conjuring 1 and 2, but I have not bothered with the Annabelle films. Yeah, I mean, like, do, is there, do you want to see them at all? 
when you I mean, saw Annabelle honestly, in The Conjuring, were you like, I'd like to see her in a movie? I mean, not really. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I mean, what about The Nun from The Conjuring 2 or The Crooked Man? I mean, they, they were interesting characters, but do they require a spinoff film? I mean, no. Exactly. I mean, it's just it's just capitalizing on those that that character style of jump scare. Yeah. So I'm over it. You know what I mean? Like I'm over ghost movies. I mean, um, it oddly enough, the Annabelle creation that's out right now, it's part of the double feature uh, with it that that I'm going to be going to. So I mm. hope it's. I'm hoping it screens first, which probably I not. Will. You think so? <laughs> well, if it's, it's premiered, obviously, <clears throat> I figure it'll probably air first. So I mean, once You're... that's over, and whether or not we want to sit through something like that, which you know, I might, I might not. It, it just depends. Usually, uh, when my wife and I go to the drive-in, we'll we'll get our money's worth and watch both movies, but. We may give it a go, but who knows? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm just not. I'm not into it. I'm not excited. Nah. I'm just not. I could give two fucks about those movies. For I mean, I just want something that's not like a ghost movie. Yeah. And I know, like it's going to be great because you know, it. Yeah. It's different, even though it's been you know been done before and the book's been out forever. But it's different. Yeah, it's different enough to, to interest me. The other It Clown was almost campy. Yeah. This one's not. Yeah. And I'm I'm sure there's, you know, I've seen a few scenes where you could hear him hear his voice. Yeah. But they're holding some stuff back from the trailer. They're not oh, letting yeah. us have too much. Just, uh, just, they, a, just a tip. I don't think that they've showed hardly anything really i mean we've just got a couple of i mean most of the trailers they show the same thing over and over again they just change it around and yeah put different music over it yeah which is good don't show me the fucking movie in a two-minute trailer yeah exactly i hate those trailers you watch and it's like pretty sure i know how that's gonna end (laughs) yeah for real so I don't know. We'll, we'll, I'm just kind of over the ghost stuff. Shit, I've been over that <laughs> uh, since day one. Yeah, yeah. The last ghost movie I watched that I was like, that was pretty good. Do you know what it was? What the Sixth Sense? Damn, it was when it came 96? out. Ninety <laughs> six. Pretty good, man. Yeah, I mean it's really it was a good, good movie. So it's it, was, it, it had fucking some creepy shit going on in it. Like that movie yeah. was fucking creepy. But it it was. That's but it the wasn't thing. jump scare creepy. It was a fresh take. Yeah, it was right different. out of the gate. I, mean, I enjoyed you know what that I mean? one. Yeah. Now all the all the ghost movies are the same. They're all like, it's like the same fucking movie, man. Yeah. I know exactly what to expect, what's going to happen. You can almost guess what's going to happen. Yeah. So. Fuck it. 
Yeah. Fuck it for sure. So, uh, y'all want to wrap it up? Let's wrap it up. Wrap that shit up, B. <laughs> you got to wrap that up. <laughs> um, so, uh, I think next week we're going to watch uh, Man of Steel, right? Is it? Or we're going to work our way up to... The Wonder uh, Woman? Yeah. Fucking right. So we'll have Man of Steel, then we'll do we'll do that, we'll do Batman v Superman, and then we'll do uh Wonder Woman okay. and then we'll just call it we'll just call it a day. Alright. And uh we'll whenever we come back in October, after we do all this, we can do some uh some some more horror movies. How about that? Yeah, sure. Well I'll pick a horror movie. We might even get uh I think we some, should do the classics. Like the classic uh, horror films, man. Like like the best Freddy movie, the best. Oh, Jason, what do you mean? No, not that classic. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just spitballing. We'll work it out. Yeah, we'll figure something out. Because uh, after we do this, you know, DC averse, I guess you could say, um, <laughs> we can. Uh, I might get somebody to phone us in another uh, pick, and hopefully. You know, we've got two we've got two people to phone us in, and they're both horror movies. Yeah, so. if you want to call that a movie, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm um, just kidding. I, I'm, I think I may have one soon as well. What? Uh, a request. You've been working on a oh, I thought you've been working on a movie. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> Real estate. No. I want to watch it. Real estate <laughs> presents. Oh, from writer director Travis Knobs <laughs> but if we review it we have to review it without Travis because you know that's how we'd roll you know what I mean yeah we can't let and you then, sit in on it and then he can and then we can have an interview with him after the fact oh god what are you working on Trav yeah Is it a, <laughs> a <laughs> hope it's good <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's gotta be Actually. better than I actually had a, uh, a ridiculous idea the other day. Uh-oh. No, I ain't going to go and do it. Oh man. Like, right. okay. He got enough bad What if life. every time, what if every time, what if every time we sneeze, it's our <laughs> brains going back in time? You know, every like time we loops. sneeze, our brains going back in time? Yeah. Like, Explain. It's, 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 okay. We think we're just getting a cold. We're just having a sneeze. But in the future, we've went back to this point in time and did something. And it's just our... It's our little deja vu point. It's it, it's completely ignoring medical reasons for <laughs> having a cold. Once you get past that mental hurdle, you're good to go. <laughs> <laughs> I like this pitch. can't Where'd read you get? Review this would, movie. What you get over that hurdle? Who would star <laughs> in this movie? I don't know. I didn't give it that much thought. Uh, I just, just throw a name was... out there. John C. Riley. Oh man! <laughs> so is it going to like be a that. horror or a comedy? A little bit of both. No, oh, it's yeah. Well, it's uh-huh. like think uh-huh. think of all the times. Think of all the times that you've had a cold in your life. Think of how many times you would time jump if you had the ability to. So every time you sneeze, you go back. No, 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 no. You're not going back in time. You're cold. It's like time travel sickness. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's why people get. 
that's why people are getting like, that's why people get sick. That's why people keep getting sicker. So it's like amnesia. You don't realize and that like, you've traveled. Yeah, because your 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 current consciousness is experiencing life in a steady flow of time. Yeah, I think that you yeah. need to write it. Like, like for real, I would read that. You might be on like something here. Story. Yeah, there's got to be a twist though. Because I because yeah. I was reading. Well, that that's that actually had a twist. Oh, I yeah. haven't. All right, so say. Right, I was reading some crazy shit the other night, okay? I was reading I'll stuff say. about the, the idea that CERN oh, have, fuck. Like at some point at some point in the timeline, they have smashed atoms and they've destroyed our universe and we've shifted into like the most absolute similar one. Yeah. Right. And anyways, so you know how there's a lot of unexplained disappearances? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Motherfuckers. Motherfuckers didn't make it through the shift. Mm-hmm. Oh. And uh, the like can't like not, like not can't yeah like like cancer is like the radiation sickness off the waves of our universe because since we're we don't fit in with it, like our vibrations are off rhythm with everything. So, so the, uni- the, more the universe is trying to correct itself. Yeah, and we're incompatible with it. So the longer we're staying in this u- new universe, the more our vibrations are getting fucked up and our cells are fucking up and we're getting, and we get all these crazy diseases and shit. Hmm. I'll allow it. I would read yeah. that. Like I said, I, I was, I, I was bored and reading some really dumb shit and I was like, oh, okay. What if, what if we were, you know, cause I've been sick the last few days. I was like, oh, well, yeah. that's, well, that's it, you know? <laughs> CERN ain't no fucking wow. joke. They have one in Tennessee. And plus, and a plus, hydron collider, and plus a large hydron collider. Of, plus, a couple of weeks ago, I watched a really good anime called Steins Gate. I'm still kind of, I'm still winding down from that that watch because that was like a sixty, no, no, that was like a twenty-five episode run. Of just complete mind shock. It was good. Yeah, I would I would read that. Yeah, really. I mean, put, put us a treatment together. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. It's, it's, it sounds silly, but like it's just you know, it's a real, like it's a real you, short, it's once, a real state, real short. Real whole oh, once, once you do enough once you do enough exposition and explain the science that the, the story's working with, like I feel like it'd be it would be a funny idea because like like I said, think of how many times you sneeze or get a cold or you know all this other you know, all any time you've ever gotten sick or felt bad, like it's cause you were you went back and you did something differently. Because yeah. I was reading some other sh- I was reading some other shit too that was pretty interesting. It's that, like, okay, all of our all of our timelines are like, like the person like you, like okay, like for instance, I use me, like use me, example. Thank you. Okay, all right. When you talk in your mind, like when you're like when you're thinking to yourself. Yeah. All right. Doing it right That's now. That's you. 
Yeah. Oh like yeah, that that's me, dog. Like, I know me. That's, that's me. You, that you're like you're being or whatever, right? Yeah. So you have your timeline, mm-hmm. and your being is experiencing it. But you're experiencing like the ultimate, like you get the you get the God mode. Like you're gonna see, you're gonna survive everything. You're gonna see me. You're gonna like you know. You'll see when either I pass away or, uh, you know, any of anyone around all that kind of stuff. You'll go on, just like I will with mine. But we'll experience like it's like the ending to Lost. Mm-hmm. Am I making any fucking sense? Kinda. <laughs> like all those times that you think you should have died and you didn't. All those times that you swerved just in, in time instead of swerving into that car or swerving off the road or going somewhere that was really dangerous. And when you got back from it, you found out how dangerous it was. And you're like, holy shit, <laughs> I was treating it like a jungle gym. <laughs> like, you no know, like crazy shit like that. Right. Like, I don't know. Hmm. I read a lot of weird shit. <laughs> no, that's cool. Hey, you ever argue with that voice in your head? Yeah. Uh, you know what I'm saying? You ever talk? You yeah. No, I'm serious. You ever like, I don't well, want to say the, argue, well, that, but that, have a conversation well, that, with well, it. Well, like well, it's well, saying do one thing and you're like, oh, maybe I should do this. And it's like, mm. that's just your reasoning. Is it? Yeah. yeah. It seems like two different people though. Because there's been several. Yeah. Right. Because there's been several times where I, like, I've done something, and then my voice is like, why the fuck did you do that? And you're well, like, well, uh, <laughs> asshole, well, maybe, you know? Well maybe, well, maybe this is a good segue. Uh, the, the most the most recent episode of Rick and Morty <laughs> explores just what we were talking yeah, about. Yeah, the toxic. Like, all the, like, you can't cleanse yourself of a certain aspect of yourself. It's kind of what the show's, this episode, the episode's reasoning was. You can't completely cleanse yourself of what's wrong with you, and you have to have it. You have to have all the all the fucking weird shit that happened in your life, good or bad. It has, like, you know, you can't... Well, that's what makes you, you. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> this guy's yeah. serious. Yeah, for real. I, mean, I don't know about you guys, but... There's another motherfucker living in here. He's what all right. Your, but... What if it's your uh, reincarnated? It's the people before. Well, it's you. We're all in here. Um, I was I, I stumbled across a page, and I don't know if it was if it was something that was elaborating on like a part of a game, or a book series philosophy or something. I don't know if it's based on something made up, but it was so interesting. I was like, you know, I, I didn't forget about it. Um, but it's an idea called the rotting God. And it's the idea that the Big Bang was this being that decided to die. And existence is the decompositioning of the body. Wow. That's and heavy. That's where the it's that's where like, we came. That's I mean everything. It's so huh. heavy, dog. I mean, and, I'm picking up what you're putting down, but it's heavy. <laughs> but uh, 
I'm gonna need to ask the other that. Adam G to help me pick it up. You know, <laughs> like, well, everything, everything is building up into nothingness. Like, scientifically speaking, the universe is gonna die of heat death, where everything, all the energy that's been released from the Big Bang is eventually gonna just burn up, and there's just gonna be nothing. Mm-hmm. And that, I'm gonna be here when that happens. <laughs> that's right on. That's right on par with, uh, you know. The rotting theory. Wow. Hmm. Like I said, you know, uh, I don't, I don't know where or for what context that stuff's in. I don't think it was something, so, some deep philosophical thing, because it just seems, you know, it seems almost like since it's so parallel with the heat death theory, that maybe it was just somebody trying to be edgy with it and making something up for, like I said, a game or something, but it could be, you know, something else as well. But it was an interesting read nonetheless. It was a, it was a well-put-together little essay. Right. Oh, man, I'm, I'm feeling you. I'm feeling you. Hmm. Well, I think you got an idea there, Trav, that I'm interested in. <laughs> for real. I'd read it. About what is this? What we have here? That was just bullshit. <laughs> what is this like, bullshit? Well, like all, all all biological diseases is really the result of the timeline getting fucked with. See, that's interesting, man. That's cray cray, you know. <clears throat> well, have we got anything else? Uh, <laughs> no. I mean, I don't have anything else. You got anything else, Trav? Nah, man. I think, uh, I think all is well. So this movie got no star. Mm, I don't know. It Trav, got a, it got no, a half it's, star. It's got a. It's got a. It's got a phasing half star. Mm-hmm. Got, no, <laughs> we'll give it. We'll give it a Schrodinger star. It's, it's there and it's not there. Give it an eclipse star. I, it's like a. It's a. It's a fading star. It's dying. <laughs> yeah, can barely so, see yeah. it. This star or this star, this movie got a a half star, kinda, kinda. And um, if you watched it or if you've ever seen it, I'm uh, sorry. Oh. Let us know. Like if you enjoyed it, let us know what you think for real. Because like, you know, if you think yeah, if you think we completely got it wrong. And there's yeah. a whole there's a whole level of context that we're just completely missing. Call us out on it. I, I think that if we get a, a hundred tweets of people telling us that we missed it, then we rewatch the movie. Uh huh. <laughs> what do you think? Sure. <laughs> a tum- a, no, a tumbleweed will grow, form, and roll across my living room before we ever get that tweetage for that movie. Uh, like, cool. You never oh, know, man. man. It's the internet. I so <laughs> um, So next week we're gonna be we're gonna start our DC uh, going down series. We're gonna watch. Man of Steel, which I'm excited about, and probably, gonna, probably my favorite superhero movie. Well, I'm, I'm I'm gonna do like I said. I'm gonna go and I'm gonna find the comments and the 
the stuff that's like, this is the worst movie ever made and why, and I'm going to bring it to the table and we're going to discuss it like adults because they won't come on the podcast and discuss it. Me me and Griffin are going to basically condense three years of vindication for this film in the span of an hour and a half or more. Oh, I'm going for the best. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to. I want to um, see. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about it a lot. I mean, this movie gets shit on time after time. Yeah. Habitual I've shit. I've never shit on it. I ain't either. I was like, dude. Yeah. When I, even when I left the theater, the people that I was with was like, that sucked. And I'm like, no. Yeah. Did we see the same movie? Yeah, did we watch the same thing? Like what that day? movie was that movie was a visual like delight. It was a Well, we'll get to it next week. Oh yeah. I'm I'm excited. I've watched, this is a film that I do not get tired of watching. Right? I I know. When we watch Batman v Superman, are we going to watch the extended cut? We have to, right? We have we to have watch to. the extended cut. Yes. That's the only cut the I've only ever seen. Way. It's the only way. So this week we've got Man of Steel. Next week we've got Batman v Superman. And then we're going to follow it up by Wonder Woman. I'm interested because I watched Wonder Woman. You went and watched it too, Trav, right? Yeah. I'm I interested to see. Yeah, I'm interested to see what Adam G's take on it is. Everybody else loved it, but you guys. Well, I didn't love it. I just, we'll get to it. I, I didn't, yeah. It's in due time, and who knows? Maybe this next watching of it will either change, alter, or you know, who knows? Yeah, we'll see. I just think that us watching it in the context of like all of them together, it's gonna bring mine and Travis's original point home. You know what I mean? Because when we talked about it, we talked about it at length that one night. Um, I think it was outside on the on the steps mm-hmm. <laughs> about yeah. how how much bullshit it was that this that Wonder Woman got so much praise when it was really the same kind of story as Man of Steel. It, so it, yes, just it, a woman. It, it doesn't. Yeah, it does not stray from the gritty tone that the first two films, the first two, we're gonna call it the Keystone movies because we're not gonna. We're not going to really delve into shit like Suicide Squad or any of these weird rogue gallery movies that are going to be coming out in the future. Yeah. We're going to stick with the core timeline that DC is going with and the one-off movies of the characters that are vital to said storyline. Yes. So, yeah, check in next week. We're going to be watching Man of Steel. And uh, let it, like I said, let us know what you thought about uh, Necromantic and uh please do yes check out podcast time forgot check those dudes out um let's see they said that their next podcast they're gonna upload because i talked to cody the other night this dude went to damn dragon con they both did and they got to meet matt smith and and uh in atlanta yes karen oh oh shit amy what's her name karen Karen Gillum and uh, apparently uh, Captain Jack was there and uh, Rose. That was like and, last weekend. Yeah, Atlanta. like ever. 
So he sent me a picture. He, he sent me a message, do you watch Doctor Who? And I said, oh, yeah. And then he sent me that picture and said, be jealous. And I was yeah. like, dude. Yeah, I am. So, yeah. So, um, so yeah, their next episode, they're going to be talking about it. So I'm interested in hearing that, especially yeah. if I get to go watch it. So maybe we'll get, maybe we'll have some crossover action one day. I'm hoping so. We'll see what happens. Maybe a game. I still want to play a game with those guys. The one podcast to rule them all. You know what I'm saying? That kind of the shit. The game that the podcast forgot. I don't know. The game that podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, check us out next week. And, um, you know, the check is in the mail. <laughs>